Welcome to the Tippin Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. What a day. What a spectacular day. The Leafs came in. They stomped their foot. They said, there's going to be some fucking changes around here. Didn't happen. You are listening to episode 159 of the Tippin Maple Leafs podcast. We are 10 away from 169, and that is going to be a Tippin extravaganza. It's the only thing I got to look forward to. Anymore. Only positive thing is that we're 10 episodes away from 169. That'll probably come next, yeah. uh, who knows, October, maybe November we'll get there. So, um, yeah, let's just get into it. It was free agent day. We were looking forward to maybe some people moving, some cap space being made. Some Breaking news, though. Breaking news. I should say this. I don't know, because we're doing this live at 7 p.m. We came on a little early. Did you get the update of on Johnny Goudreau? Johnny Goudreau was signed with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Seven years, $9.8 million per so year. So $68 million for an eight-year an eight deal? Do you know, do you know what Se- we're on? Seven-year deal. Seven year deal for okay. You know what was on the table from the Flames? Well, it had to be eight years because they could offer it to him. Yeah, you know, ten million dollars, man. Yeah, well, he just didn't want to go to Calgary. That is weird, is it not? I don't know. It was like John Tavares had more money offered to him by the Islanders, but he can't. But this home. do you know why Johnny Goudreau didn't sign out of the gates? I believe he wanted to play in Philly or he wanted to play in New Jersey. And those teams, I don't think, were interested in paying Johnny Goudreau. They didn't have the cap space. Like That was a big problem with today is like teams just didn't have the cap space. Are you leaving $10 million for eight years on the table? That's an $80 million contract. Are you leaving that on the the table with the Calgary Flames to go and play in Columbus for $9 million? Well, basically the same money, kind of. But – he has. He's not going to get a goddamn sniff at a championship. Not well, you don't know. It's oh, it's seven. It's seven years. So you don't know what could happen. You don't know what could happen. And like I thought, I didn't think Ottawa was going to be very good for a while. And after this off season, I think they're very close. Okay, being... I, I think that's an okay. You're right. You're okay. You're that's Any, fair. anything. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. So I'm not writing it off. But anyway. It's good, whatever. Johnny Goudreau signed, good for him, good for Columbus. It, it just happened, so that's why I brought it up. Like, yeah, it literally yeah. just happened, but go ahead. Go ahead. Here we go. Anyway. I just, before you get started, before you even say anything. You just told me to go. Sorry. I am furious. I just want to say that out of the gates. I'm absolutely furious. Go ahead, please, Chad. That's it? That's all That's all you have? I'm furious. I'm fe- Once we get into it, I'll get my points across, but go ahead, man. Sorry. All right, no. So let's just get into the signings, the big signings that happened. The first one that kicked off everything was the Leafs went out and signed Ilya Samsonov. One year, a goalie from Washington, one year, $1.8 million. Which you would think, because you're paying Matt Murray 4.6, this is your backup goalie. 4.7, dude. Well, 4.687, so 4.7. But Dubas said in his press conference, "Uh, that starting role is up for grabs. Like, they're going to fight it out. I'm like, what the fuck? Bullshit. Then why didn't you just sign Samson off and forget about Matt Murray? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. Then later in the day, my socks were blown off <laughs> when they fucking signed Nicholas. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Abi Kubel from Colorado, the guy who dinged the cup. Yeah, the guy who dinged the cup. So the Toronto Maple Leafs, who haven't won a cup in since 1967 signed the one guy who can't even hold on to the Stanley cup. Good job. (laughs) Way to go. And then after that, I'm like, well, this can't get any better. 
It does. And they go and get Adam Gaudet. They played for Ottawa one year, 750,000. These are just pieces. They're four, fourth line they're fourth guys at line, best. At best. They're fourth line guys. They're probably, they could play for the Marlies. They're probably going to be healthy scratches most of the season. Um, Labushkin walked, went to Buffalo. Mikheyev went to Vancouver. Jack Campbell's now in Edmonton. Did you fill those spots at all? No. No. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm really pissed, too. I'm really okay. pissed, too. Where, where, to, where to start here? Where to start here? Okay. Let's go with... I'll just go in order of what you said there. Signings, okay? They signed Ilya Samsonov. Or I'm still figuring out how to say his name. I think it's Samsonov. But uh, anyway, I don't... That's the best signing of the day for, for the Leafs. They, had a, they had a couple other... Minor league ones like Dennis Malgan's back in the mix. Oh my god! Um, oh my god! They signed some. They signed a, a minor <laughs> like, league. Why? They signed a minor league goalie, Dennis Hill Hillbilly, Dennis Hill to be. Yeah, that's but the like guy now, they draft. That's the guy they draft. No, but that was the guy who they, they drafted. Dra- they just drafted I mean, him. So these, he just signed an entry level. This was nothing that's going to help the team right now. Like Dennis Malgan's going to play on the Marlies this year and. Why even Whatever. bother with Malgan? Why? Why even waste even, any? He wasn't any even money playing there. in the league. Nobody wanted him. What? A, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't understand what's going on. I no, don't that, understand what's going on. Justin Hall's still on the team. Kerfoot's on the team. Alex Kerfoot got paid the majority of his contract at twelve and one today. Did you know that? I did not, but that would have been the perfect time to fucking so send he, him out of town. He has. He has one year. With a cap hit of three point five million, but any team that picked him up would only have to pay him seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars cash, because the rest of it had been paid by the Toronto Maple Leafs this morning. And you couldn't move that. Well, you here's couldn't the- move that and free up that cap space. Come on, get out. Okay, I'm, I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into it's it's it, it's not that they couldn't. It's not that they couldn't. It's that they he, won't. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. And here, guess what? We're going to be, and I'm going to get into Hall and Kerfoot a lot more as we get going tonight. But yeah. if, if like Kerfoot is a free agent after next season, and so is Justin Hall. So here's what we're probably looking at. If Dubas loves these guys so much and he brings them back and thinks we can win with these fucking guys, which we can't, but if he thinks it so much, guess what's going to be happening next year at this time? They're going to walk. They're going to walk. So yeah. like they're gonna walk again. So we'll be in the same position. I guess Dubas will be like, "Well, I won't have to worry about that because he won't be employed at that no, fucking time." I, I'll tell you, man. My fucking, uh, I have turned on Kyle Dubas completely. I have completely turned his yeah. re, he, him being so reluctant to move. Oh, Chad, other than letting guys go, okay, like Cache and. Campbell and just letting guys walk whom Labushkin. Okay. Letting guys go and find money elsewhere, whatever. Okay. Other than that, he has not made a roster move for any, like he hasn't traded anybody on the roster. Not one single guy. Not one. It's way, way too comfortable right now. It's just too comfortable. Like I can see these guys. I can picture them in my head. Just smiling, being like, I'm not getting traded. It's a fucking like, joke, man. Like, shake it up. If any team needs a fucking shake up, 
It's this team. And I'm not talking about Matt Murray and Sam Sunoff and like uh, the dude that dented the cup. (laughs) Come on, man. I know. Get get real here. Get real. You want to win a Stanley Cup? This isn't the, these aren't the moves you make to do it. They're not. Like, here's. You can't, you can't do this. Like, you can't keep sending out the same people year after year and thinking it's going to work. And and the thing is, is I said this last, last podcast, when we say core, we're talking like four guys. We're talking Matthews, Marner, Riley, Nylander. And even Nylander, yeah. a lot of guys want to talk about trading. Well, I Tavares, would, obviously, too. Tavares, yeah. But if I could get out from Tavares, I would. Okay, so we'll throw can't Tavares in there. But Dubas is looking at this core like it's the whole fucking team. He's looking at it like Justin Hall's a core piece. We can't part with Justin Hall. He's got great hair. Can't part with Alex Kerfoot. He cut. He cut. He cut his hair, brother. I know he cut his hair, but he still had great hair. He had great hair. It's just it. I'm just like you. I have sat here on this podcast. I have defended Kyle Dubas a million times, and now I'm like, I have no, no idea what you're doing. It no. says it in the title of this video. If you're watching on YouTube, has he lost his mind? Has he lost his mind? But this is is like here's what boggles my mind most about this is like he's surrounded himself by so many smart people. They collectively are coming to these decisions like this is going to make us better. This is going to make us better. No. Like it, it's it's like what is it, man? Spets is not chiming in. Wickenheiser's not chiming in. Shaney's not chiming in. Like these are smart people. These are all very intelligent hockey people. The fuck are they doing? What kind of operation are they running down there? I I have no idea. That's why I think this is I think this is very much Kyle Dubas's team. Oh my god. You know, and it it's it's all this loyalty stuff. Oh my like god. He's so I, loyal. You gotta show oh my loyalty. God. Oh my god. Like something if, oh my god. If you god, played with the, if you played for the Sioux Greyhounds, you can I'll always remember that and you can come with me. Well, fuck the Sioux St. Marie Greyhounds, okay? You want it's not like the Sioux is some fucking place where these magical players come to play and oh, just dude. become superstars. It's just another OHL franchise. It's just another you. junior team in the world. Is it a good one? Sure, it's good, but Peter Opeets have a great great fucking history of hockey here in Peterborough. You don't yeah. see GMs from Peterborough going and being like I only take Pete's. No, I, I, I only am, take Peter Rope. I, I am I am so with you. This podcast is going from bad to worse because I just got a notification that Connor Brown has been traded to the Washington Capitals. Oh yes. For a second round pick. That is it. A Spike second s- Spike round says that too. Pick. He's shipped out for a second. Leafs couldn't have brought him back. My thoughts exactly. We don't have second round picks. Hey, I would have thrown in a couple people for you. How about this? Don't sign the two. Don't okay, sign just, the two guys. Would, would you rather just swap Connor Brown and Kerfoot? I would. Yes. Just to change it up. Yes. Connor Brown. I would take Connor Brown over Kerfoot any fucking day. Any day. They Connor makes, I think, a little bit less, I think. I th- okay. Well, I'll throw in Justin Hall, too. You it, can it's, it's, a, it's around the same amount of money, but like. How do you not get in on that? How do you not get in on like they didn't want to give Connor? They're not Brown in. Up. They're not in on anything. They're not in on anything. 
There are trades happening all over. There's signings happening all over. And the Leafs are going after Ottawa's goalie that they were literally shoving out the door. And then they're going after Washington's goalie who they're like, we don't want. And then they're going against guys who can't hold on to the Stanley Cup and pl- more Ottawa players that they didn't want. It, it's fucking mind-blowing. Dude, if I'm, if, I, if I'm working the phones and Dorian from Ottawa gives me a shout or there's I, I hear from somebody else that Brown is available and it's only going to cost a second round pick, I'm like, okay, we got to move Hall or Kerfoot or, 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 or don't, don't even, you don't even have to do it right now. You can move them later. If I hear, because you can, you know, you don't need to be cap compliant today. You just have to be cap compliant have- when the season starts. Or not even about, I know what you're getting at there, but why didn't they do this when they were talking Matt Murray? Well, no shit. Why didn't they say, listen, I'll retain 20. You can retain only 25%, but give me Connor Brown. Right. Keep your second or keep your third and your seventh. Yeah. I'll pay, I'll pay Matt Murray 4.7 million, but give me Connor Brown. Give him to me. I, I don't understand how you would like, that's, that's the guy that is like, that's a piece that could help you. A second round pick? That's it? A second? Man, some people might think that's expensive for Connor Brown. Well, if you watch Connor Brown play and see the heart that that guy fucking gives every shit. Anyone listen to this podcast as a Leaf fan, they've seen Connor Brown before. They know what he brings. He's the type of guy you want on your team. He's the type of guy you want in your locker room. I don't know. I'm just, I'm lost. Do you want to talk about the signings? Do you want to start well, with Samson off? I guess, look, okay, we could go, uh, yeah, okay, so I like that, I do like that, considering where we are, I like the pickup, because Matt Murray's, <laughs> we said everything that needed to be said about Matt Murray two nights ago, right. but, but, uh, but now instead of having Jack Campbell and a questionable Peter Morasic, you have a questionable Samsonoff and a questionable Matt Murray for yeah. the same money. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, okay. So th- I think it's what about six point five combined for both of them. Yeah, for Murray and and Simsonov. And not uh, one, of, not one of them can you rely on. No, like right now. I even but, heard Frank Corrado say on the radio today that he heard from someone in Ottawa that Matt Murray couldn't even play if it was today. He's still rehabbing an injury. Oh, right, no doubt. So, like, if he's not ready for training, oh my god, I can't. I just can't. It, I don't it's think Sam, I don't it's think Samsonov or Samsonov, whatever. I got to figure out how to pronounce his name. I don't think he has like a. He's a young guy and he doesn't have an injury uh, injury history. No, he doesn't. History of injury. So I feel more like he'll be there. Like he'll. I'll get. But he has. He hasn't like been incredible. He has a high upside. Like there was a lot of talk that he could be a very very good goalie. He is mediocre in Washington. You know, his career, yeah, sure. his career totals a 903 save percentage with a 282 goals against average. Okay. Like they had no problem letting him walk to bring Kemper in. So no, but I'm a little surprised he came in at 1.8 actually, because the capitals were like, I guess there was an arbitration possibly could have gone to arbitration and would have cost them, you know, if an arbitrator decided it would have been 3 million or something like that. So, but I'm a little surprised at the 1.8 tag, but it's a one year deal and whatever, but I'm okay with that. He's a young guy. I think he's got upside. Like I actually like him more than Murray. So we'll see what's up, but is he, we'll see. Like yeah, his- I, I actually, I don't mind the Samson off signing. I don't mind the price. And 
yeah, I don't mind signing a young goalie for that money that has the upside to do something. Sure. Would I like to have someone like Marc-Andre Fleury who I just would feel more comfortable with? Yeah, sure. We don't have that. We have no Matt Murray and and this guy. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, probably not well, but we'll see, we'll see how it goes. But we'll see how that okay, goes. like the the other okay, the Mulligan signing, like that's not even Dennis Mulligan. It's not even worth talking. He's going to play for the Marlies. Not, but why would you even do that? You're taking a spot from a kid. Like it doesn't well, even. And you just didn't they trade him for Mason Marchman? You're yes, just, you're that just, was the original trade. Just want to, do you just want to pour salt in the wound and bring back memories of shitty trades? Like, why? it's crazy, man. It is crazy. It really is crazy. I but, don't understand. But the the other two guys, this Adam Goddard guy, I'll be honest, I don't much don't know much about him. He's bounced around a little bit. I guess he's like a two way player. Like, okay, he's a fourth liner at best. There's no upside. He's a fourth yeah. liner. That's it. And I, is like, any he, any of this going to put you over the top? Oh my god! Like he's like the two guys they sign the. Nicholas, fuck, I I can't. Abu Kubel. Okay, so Albay Kubel. He, I guess he's got a little grit to him, which I like. But you know, and he is coming off a cup win, but he didn't play in the final game, by the way. But anyway, no, he's um, a fourth line guy. The the two guys are fourth line guys. Like I don't see these signings today as like uh like last last year when it was camp and cachet and i'll be honest no. i wasn't c- too crazy about that at the time either no but man well i knew cachet and i said it on the podcast there was a lot of upside and camp i'd heard from people that watched the blackhawks was like amazing defensively but you heard good things and there was some upside to these signings these are just i mean these are just plugging holes yeah this is absolutely this, this is, is way worse like this yeah. is cr- this is crazy there's nothing. There's nothing that Leaf fans should be excited about right now. Absolutely not. No. no, absolutely not. So there's, you know, it's not over. There's more to come. We'll see what happens. Like, it, it, you know, this we'll is the see. second person to to say this. I'm just going to put this up, but JM, I'm mad we lost the Boosh. Okay, I was going to get into that later, but it, a lot of people are saying that that they they were sad to see the Boosh go. I was really sad to see the Bush go, and I don't understand. Dale texted and said this to me, and I totally agree with him. He said, Bush can sign for two and change in Buffalo. You couldn't have moved Justin Hall and kept the Bush. There was no term on his deal. It was a two-year deal. That's like right in Dubas's fucking ballpark. He yeah. loves a two-year deal. Dubas loves a two-year deal. Loves so you, you, he signed for 2.75 a, for a season. For two years, Labushkin in Buffalo. You are telling me you would rather have this. This is where I'm going to blow a fucking gasket. You would rather have (laughs) Justin Hall. You can't move off of Justin Hall, who is, I'm sorry, who isn't half the defense. I don't care about stats or analytics. I When I watch the fucking game, when I want to see a hit or I want to see someone fucking just get. Try. Oh, my God. Justin Hall at $2 million. Like you move that money out and you sign Labushkin to a two-year deal. It's a no fucking brainer. How do you not do that? How do you not move on from Hall? You could have traded Hall. No doubt you could have traded Hall. Do you not think you could trade yeah. Hall? Yeah, he's like, a right, he's a right shot defenseman. They're, I know they're in like, pretty high demand. They absolutely could have traded Justin Hall to make room to bring back Labushkin. So what the fuck is the mindset of the management of the and Toronto Maple Leafs? And what are they thinking on this one? If- I don't know. And like you said earlier, they could have just signed the Bush and worried about it later. You could be over the cap, but if you're like, you know what? I want to keep this guy, but there's just not the right market right now. 
two two and change for two years is is pretty good for the boosh. I know no, I heard it's a great I heard no. guys I heard guys on the radio today. I heard uh Al's brother being like, Oh, it's too steep. I wouldn't pay that no. price or whatever. No. Justin Hall's making two million. Two. Last last year, last year you had that guy playing with Morgan Riley. By the end of the season and into number, the playoffs, you're number two he was defenseman. Your number two guys, so two point two five is not that much, Al's brother. No, it's not. Two million dollars for a guy who fucking Keith had in the press box for five, six, seven, eight straight games. A guy who bump like couldn't even skate away from someone and cost us a goal in game seven. Justin Hall just I'm done. I'm done with Justin Hall. I want oh this. Oh my guy god. Traded. So done with it. like I, I I cannot this 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 was probably my most we're both just like our heads are going to fucking explode because I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it, man. Do I know as much as Dubas or like, no. oh, uh, probably not. Okay. But, but here's what I do know. There is no scenario ever, 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 ever where I would choose to keep Justin Hall over Ilya Labushkin when the money is about that much of a difference. Real fucking close. Yeah. There's no fucking way. There's just no way. Like one guy brings you something that you can really use and you need. The other guy, no, he doesn't bring you anything. He's a big guy who doesn't use his size, and he's kind of a he's he's kind of just a sloppy player all 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 around. Labushkin will fucking bang people, get in your face, clear the front of the net, not afraid to throw an open ice hit. And analytics will tell you that he's not the player Justin Hall is, but I'm so, I'm so sick of the analytics because it's the analytics that I believe got us into this mess. It's the analytics of like, you can find these bargain bin players and stuff, but you know what happened? We just keep losing in the first round and we've fallen in love with players who we could see with our own eyes. Not we, not we. Management has fallen in love with players. We could see with our own eyes, can't get the job done. And I don't know why there's some sort of thing they see. And I think it's the analytics on that. Like, like again, like I like, yeah, of course it's the analytics. We're talking about yeah. the whiz kid up here. Our buddy like, Koshi, Koshi's back. And he, he did, I'm going to put this up. Dubas did say this in his press conference. He said, uh, Koshi said, didn't Dubas say today they plan to look for defensive depth. Now Bush would have covered that just fine. It's totally true. He said defensive it depth. No, he, he, I wouldn't even, no, he wouldn't even look even, at look. He wouldn't even be depth. He would, but he would bolster your blue line. But now you're going to go looking after the Bush is signed in Buffalo. I don't get it. He's lost I, his I, mind. Like I, I just don't think two point seven five for Labushkin is not too rich if you move Hall's two million dollars. That's as simple as fucking that. You move one guy out who's making too much, Justin Hall. You sign Labushkin a two year deal at two point seven five. You're only paying him like. $75,000 more than you're paying Hall. That is to let him go for that small amount without trying to move Hall or even like we've said, we're, sign him and worry about dumping Hall later. It's just like it's fucking nuts. It really makes me. Sp- I've turned on Dubas. I have, man. I, I'm sick of it. I am sick of it. I am sick of his just, he thinks he fucking knows everything. And apparently I, I don't, I don't know if he thinks he knows everything. I think he's betting. He's betting the house. He's betting the farm. He's betting everything on what he's built. 
how many times can you do that when it, I, when it he's got to have he's got to have doubt in his mind but he's like he always says trust the process and go with it he believes this team will win that's what he believes he believes this team can get it done i don't know if he's heard about how important goaltending is in the in the playoffs but you if you want to win sure you can love your players but you got to have someone in net to play i don't know look man like just guys that like we were just, we're just touching on this, but like he's too afraid. It's a, it's, it's a business. Put your fucking Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds hat at the door. Put your love for your players or your friendship no with the players at the door and do what's best for the team. And no if what's shit. best for the team is moving like a William Nylander or moving uh, a Kerfoot and Hall to free up cap space to maybe bring in a different element to the team, then that's what you got to do. But he just won't do it. Why won't he do it? Like guys, they just could all cross checks his own goalies. <laughs> guys, they could have moved to bring guys back or make a bigger splash. Like we're specifically targeting targeting in on Kerfoot and Hall because those guys are they're, making too much money. Like that would that no, would no, they're the, I think they're the easiest ones to trade. Like Justin Hall, two million, one one year left, and like I said about Kerfoot, a seven five. 3.5 cap hit, and they paid him all this money today, except 750000 I, I think know, those are very easy contracts to get out of. That, dude, that's five and a half million dollars that you can sign Labushkin. Maybe you do bring back Cache, who signed a 1.8 or 1.5, I think, maybe uh, in Carolina. He's going to Carolina. I don't know if you saw that or not, but... So Cache didn't sign for a ton. I think it was like 1.5, whatever. I'm fine. Okay, you don't bring Cache yeah. back. That's fine. Like, you don't need there's, to bring There's a lot of questions back. about Cache's uh, health. So I, I, I'm, I'm not I'm, super. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with Labushkin. Labushkin is exactly what you need. G- guess what they're going to be looking for at the trade di- deadline next year? Another Labushkin. Because, <laughs> because most of the guys on the blue line are fucking pussies. That's yeah. the truth. Well, They're and, fucking pussies. And and eventually, eventually, you're if you want to shore up the defense or the goaltending or something, you're gonna have to part with one of these forwards. It's just gonna have to happen eventually. Well, like, here's if what, you here's want what's gonna happen, a quality Chad. number two to play with Morgan Riley, or you want a stud goalie, then I'm sorry. Eventually, you're gonna have to walk up to one of your friends down the hall and be like, "We're shipping you out of town." It's and it's Nylander, but here's what we're talking about here. It will not ha- Dubis will be gone, and another manager will make that decision. That's what's going to happen. Dubis won't do it. He what, do you honestly like the more this at season after season after season, like the more time that goes by, there is literally no part of me like loss after loss after loss. There's no part of me that thinks he's trading any of those guys. No way. He no. won't. Dude, he doesn't even want to part with a Hall or a Kerfoot. Like, does he think they're vital parts of the fucking team? No. Come on. If he's not willing to move a Kerfoot. Two, year, two years ago, Hall spent 75 games in the press box. If he's not willing to move a guy like Kerfoot, he would never move a fucking Nylander. Never. He, at the end of your press conference, like, they were, they kind of made you believe like we're open to things and blah 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 no they're not they're not open to fucking dick what they're open to is we know we have it right here it's just a matter of time that's what they think it's just yeah. a matter of time this oh, no, is the it's, right it's not even time it's luck you know if just one thing had to win our way we'd, we would have got past tampa and just steamrolled our way to no, the stanley cup L- luck doesn't win you a stanley cup man it doesn't 
Like, it doesn't. Was Colorado lucky to win the? No, it doesn't. Like, no. it's not. Color luck doesn't get it done. And you know what Colorado had? Colorado had a mix. Colorado has speed and skill, but Colorado has some grit and toughness. Colorado has speed, but Colorado could slow the game down. Colorado could come at you like in so many different ways. Where I feel like this team, this Leafs Colorado team, loved to come. Yeah, all over the place in all different ways. That's what I'm saying. They love to come in all different ways. What's better than that? Sometimes slow, sometimes super fast. Sometimes, I don't think there's. I don't think there's anything better than that. Sometimes they would come from behind. Sometimes they would come from the front. I don't think there's anything better than that. No. This Leafs team, I feel like they maybe know one or two ways to come. That's it. Yeah, they. That's boring. If, yeah, it's very boring. It's <laughs> it, it's very boring. But like, look, man, like they're talking about like, okay, like you don't want to sign guys. Like, I'm gonna get into Campbell in a second here. Soup goes to Edmonton. We'll get into that in a sec. But uh, like, they're talking about like the term and not wanting to sign. And you mentioned this last podcast about not wanting to go past the two-year window here of, of Austin, whatever. You got to be real careful there because we're looking at a scenario like if we have another failed season next season, they can start negotiating with Austin July 1st next year. But like, where's his head going to be at if this thing goes in the fucking tank this yeah. season? Where's his, is he, is he going to be like, oh yeah, like I can't wait to sign. Like maybe he will, maybe they'll throw him so much money that he'll just be like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, whatever. Like there won't, I think there would be a lot of teams around the league that would be very interested in paying him whatever the lease we're going to pay him. Not every team would be able to afford it, but, no. but there's, there would be a handful that, that could. So yeah, just, like the Leafs would be in the best scenario because they would, and, and, they would free up the money they were paying them and they could add more to it. And, to and that's, and that kind of seemed to me, and this is what I've started thinking over the last little while. Like, to me, it seems like all they're really worrying about here is like we need to make sure we have the money to pay Austin in two years or next year, whatever. Like they really see, like, and I appreciate okay, taking that, that that's, into consideration. That's great. That's great. That's great. Are you? I think there should be a little more to it, right? But does it not seem that way to? Is it not seeming that way to you that like they're really? It, thinking oh yeah, like, they're really worried about those contracts coming up. Him, Marner, Nylander. But I mean, you, you're the one that signed them to all expire at the same time. You could have. And I like to do this. Spread it out. <laughs> spread it out, man. Spread it out. Like they should have never given. Like yeah, all of those deals could have been longer term deals. Like you didn't need yeah. to go six years on Mitch and six on Willie and five on Austin. That's you crazy. Ma- you should have went the max on Austin Matthews. That's just that's just bad contract signing. But also, you know, he was really good friends with Freddie Anderson, and you just turned your back on him. He's really good friends with Jack Campbell. You turned your back on him. And now he's going to come in and be like, you know, do these guys, do they, do they think we're going to win? Like you, the players have to have a little bit of less, a little bit less confidence in the team. Wouldn't you? No more McKayev, no more Boosh, no more Campbell and nothing. There was nothing done today. If something just had been done, just one little thing to show that they were trying something. It might give me hope, but just some type of di- like any trying, trying, trying something, just a different look. Like we're gonna we're gonna trade a roster player or two, and we're gonna free up space to go after a bigger piece, or yeah. we're gonna just trade these guys and bring in a different. Like I don't, I don't even care even what, if, just do something. Ju- different. Even if they just had a traded, let's say they 
just traded Hall and got nothing really back, but they freed up the cap space. Well, that shows me that they're leaning in some sort of direction. But this shows me they're just ready to go. Like they're like, all right, let's start the season. We're ready to go. We got our. We'll team get them next year with the same bunch of guys. <laughs> yeah. And we'll get them next like year that. with the same like group that. of dudes. I don't know. Like I hate it. I fucking hate it. I don't want to see a second line of Nylander, Tavares, and Kerfoot. I cannot do it, man. They don't even it's, play well together. It's not good. No, it's not good enough. And that might not be their second line, but like they still have Camp and Engvall's probably going to, you know, they're going to sign Engvall. Great. Engvall. Like he's like who the fuck cares about Engvall? I wouldn't have probably even qualified Engvall. Yeah. I would have I would have replaced him too. He's got great speed. Great. Guess what? Pussy. He's another fucking pussy. We got a lot of pussies around here, and I love a good pussy. But <laughs> these guys are. There's too many pussies. When, when there's too many pussies, it's overwhelming. You can't, yeah, it's too much. It's, it's too much. Like fuck, you, and, need a, you need you need you need a hard cock every once in a while. Exactly. Not man. a bad like, cock. No, not a Babcock, but it's just, it, it is ridiculous. Like I'm, I'm trying to make light of it because I'm just like, what am I, what, what are they doing? Like, what are they doing? Yeah. It just, it, but it really does come down to Dubis being reluctant, so reluctant to move a roster player, move a <laughs> roster player. It really I'm not, is. I'm it not really talking is. about, le- I'm not talking about letting guys walk. Like Mikhaev goes to Vancouver for like, 4.75, whatever. We knew like that was going to happen. Jack goes for five times fives. We we knew it was going to happen. But okay, so okay, we were... but it didn't have to happen. Didn't like, have to happen. You basically could have given Jack that contract. Like if you can get out from the Morassic contract, I'm pretty sure you could get out from three or two years on a Jack Campbell contract. Sure. Pretty sure you could do it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm you sure could that you, you could have signed that contract and be like, I'll worry about it in three years, but I want Campbell in the net. But instead, he's like, Oh, I that I like that guy. I remember that guy from Sault Ste. Marie. Okay, okay, so let, let's 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 well, Jack was a Sioux guy too, right? Don't don't forget that he was, yeah. But he has, I think he has, doesn't he have a bigger tie with Matt Murray in the Sioux? <laughs> I, I don't know. There was a time in the Sioux when Dubas had Murray Everybody and on Campbell, I think. I think he had Murray and Campbell at the same time in the Sioux, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but anyway, let's take a minute here to say goodbye to Jack. Yes. Like, let's take a minute to say goodbye to, to Jack. Like, it sucks. Like, McKayef, I don't really care, whatever. I wish they would have signed Labushkin. I really like Labushkin. I thought he brought a lot to the table. But Jack was our dude, man. This yeah, was, was the guy. He this was. was the guy. Did you catch him on overdrive? I did, yeah. They had him yeah. on around six o'clock. He was his regular friendly self, really dodging the questions. Well, he just hit a goddamn home run, though, right? Like I know, but like, I think Hayes came at him twice, trying to get him to be like, "What Why, happened? Yeah, what happened with Toronto? How come you guys didn't talk?" And he's like, "Oh, free agency, so first time doing it, and I'm just so happy to be going to Edmonton." <laughs> he he basically said like he just left it up to his agent, and yeah. like the 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 least. He didn't say this, but we know that it's term. It wasn't the dollar amount. If Jack would have taken a two or three year deal, they would. I think they would have signed him. I really do. Yeah. But he, like you said last podcast too, they the Leafs did not want any part of of a five year deal at that yeah. at that amount of money. And I get that. I do get that to an extent. I get but, it too. But I, what I don't get is being like, no, nah, that's too risky. But Matt Murray. Well, there you go. Like I but get it, it. Matt but, Murray, but it's but it's Matt only Murray two won years. The cup. Matt, I know it's only two years, but still, you are in a win now window. I know, and you've got a goalie who hasn't really shown anything in three years. 
So oh, I know. Um, there was a comment. I can't find it here in the comments. But anyway, someone was saying about maybe they're banking on Nyes filling out a top six role. And I just think. Well, he's I've, committed I've, to he's committed to go back to college. Yeah, but just in general, I've heard a lot of people talking about maybe Nick Robertson makes a jump up and stuff like that. I don't right. think if you're a Stanley Cup team, you you can bank on that stuff. I think no, you, you can't. You have it'd, to have it. It would be nice. It'd be nice, but you can't go into the year being like, I hope my goalie finds his groove again, and I hope my young guys find a role on the team. You can't. No, you just can't 100%. do that. No, I'm with you, man. And and look, but so we just want to like we should just. It's, I hate to do it, but like someone wants to know if we think San Koshi wants to know if we think Sandine will be signed. Yeah, of course he will. Yeah, I think he will be. I don't know why it hasn't happened yet, but I know. Well, they're probably fighting for more money. So, and Dubas is probably like wants to give them what they gave Lilligren, I'm sure. So, right. Um, anyway, just saying goodbye to Jack, man. Like it was a great, I, I really enjoy it. Like I was a big, I was a huge Campbell fan. Uh, well, even be, like I was a big Anderson fan. Like when Anderson came yep. in and and when he was like he really solidified the goaltending for the least when we needed it. Like he was great. He was the be- Anderson was the best goalie we had had since Belfour and Cujo without a doubt. And then he starts getting injured and Campbell just stole the fucking net and never gave it back, man. And it to a so much so to a point where now he was never a starter. His anywhere along the way he became a starter with the Leafs and now he signed a five-year deal for five million per 25 million dollars and he's going to just like Zach Hyman he's going to play with McDavid and fucking Dreisaitl and a Vander Kane who re-opt Edmonton is going for it going for it man like I'm not sure how they're making all this money work to be honest but I don't get it either. I don't but, really get it. You know, like they got some guys out there making some cake. Maybe, too, but... they, maybe you know, maybe uh, they have a Robodot Island somewhere in Edmonton and they're just going to send some of these guys. Like I know Duncan Keith's gone and Mike Smith. And oh, Keith, that freed guys. up five. That's their, They just basically gave Keith's money to Jack Campbell right there. Five million dollars. Yeah. So there you go. But they're still like Evander Kane got a good payday. But he, anyway. he signed for, he only signed for five million dollars too. Four years, five million dollars or something like that. He probably could have got more on the open market. But Evander Kane was like, my best bet might be Edmonton. It was a good fit. He fit in like a fucking He looked the best he's looked in years. Oh my God. In Inc- incredible. So I good for him, man. I like I think yeah. Edmonton's got a shot. I think they have a better shot than the lease. I really do. Yeah. And I heard this, Koshi brought this up, but I heard this morning as well that they were it was reported they were getting connor brown like it was like darren drager i heard yeah i I heard that the big guys were saying it's almost a done deal but that would have been wild man because they already have so many ex-leafs out there most of them i hate but two of them i love campbell and hyman cc and barry Eh. good for jack campbell I'm, oh, great for him. I'm, I'm great happy for him. For him. I'm going to miss Me him too. in Toronto. But I'm going to miss him too. But He's you 30 can't... years old, and he got his. He finally got his payday. He worked his ass off to get there. Like there was just, there was just so much going around, basically saying that like the Leafs didn't even offer him a deal. Did you hear that? Like they didn't that's even give why, him an offer. That's why I found it. That's what he was doing on the on the interview on Overdrive, kind of beating around the bush. Like he, he didn't, didn't he didn't want to say bad to, things. He didn't want to throw anyone under the bus, but. Because the truth is, without the lease, he he doesn't get this deal. 
He's talked like he hadn't talked to Dubas, whatever. Then Dubas says he's been texting Jack and talking to Jack. So I think it was just the Leafs. It was the term. It was the term, and it it was the money. And for some reason, the Leafs just felt they needed to move off Jack Campbell. But you heard the reports that, like, they didn't even offer him a... Oh, yeah, they didn't even... So they, that's nothing. that's a little crazy, eh? Like, do you not think maybe you'd be like, okay, they didn't Jack, even want to talk earlier in the season. They were just like, no, we'll we'll wait it out. That's fucking weird, is it not? I think so. Oh man, okay. I got a few more things, Chad, but I think we better fucking go to Ed Belfour. Yeah, let's go. Uh, this is Belfour Spirits, proud sponsor of the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. Hi, Ed Belfour here, Belfour Spirits making some of the best whiskey in the world. Uh, We've been at this for uh, five years, going on six years. This is family operated. We go to work every day. We work on every aspect of this business. We take great pride, you know, at watching people drink our whiskey and and that big smile on their face. They're like, wow, this is really, really good. That's what's so awesome is when you see those people loving your whiskey. And it's like when I play the game and at the end of the game, you know, they're chanting my name. We just want to make really great tasting whiskey. And that's, that's our goal. And, you know, as it ages, it's only going to get better. We're very proud of that. Buy a bottle and I'll sign it for you. Buy two, I'll help you drink the second one. Have a great day. Belfour Spirits. Go to belfourspirits.com for more information on how to purchase Belfour Spirits. Eddie Belfour, my goodness, man. So speaking of the goalie situation, let me throw this one out for you. And we're going to get to wet, puck, or dry stick here, folks, real soon. And, you know, anyone who doesn't know how that works, I guess we'll explain it before we do the segment. When we get to it, we'll tell you how it works. And, you know, just should say, like, this is our last podcast. Until unless, from, unless a roster player gets moved. Chad, come on. So, come yeah, on. this is our last podcast until training camp. Come on, man. It's You and I both know it's not It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I truly believe I re, th- there's no part of me that thinks he's trading Kerfoot or Hall. Why wouldn't you have already done it? Like, what are you waiting for? What, what are you going to get a, a blow-your-socks-off offer in the middle of August for, for fucking uh, Justin Hall or Kerfoot? I highly doubt it. The, uh, this last week, this last week would have been the time to move that money so that you could have done something better today. Like, yeah, you don't, I think that's all of us, everybody listening right now, everybody on the chat. That's what everybody was hoping for is not even like signing one of the huge contracts or one of the huge players that was no, out there. Bring Lubushkin back would be a start. Just doing something, making a little splash to be like, we're going to change the tide a little bit in this direction, but sure. it was same old, same hole. Stick yeah. my finger in a few holes and just hope she don't leak. Yeah, that's not the way to do it, man. That's, that's not, not the way, to, the do way to do it. Okay, so before we get to wet puck or dry stick, I I, I had something. Do you, uh, do you have anything you want? Anything else you want to add? Because I, I was going to throw something at you here. Randomly. Right, throw it. No, I got, I got nothing. I've, I've been pretty, I've been pretty loud this podcast. I'm not usually this. Yeah, you were. This is good. I like it. I like this side of you, man. I'm really. Like I'm just. I was really pissed today. Like I, I, I like was, this side of you. Well, there's nothing to be excited about because no. guess what? We go back with the same group plus Dennis or Malgan or whoever the fuck. <laughs> like we're not. Guess what's going to happen? 
Like, we're, come on, man. It's come on. This yeah. has got disaster written all over it. It does. I don't have a good feeling about it. Do you? Like, I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like we're the fucking female in the first five minutes of a horror movie. Like everybody in theaters, like you're gonna get killed. You're gonna get killed, and. The girl's like, no, I'm not. Everything's perfectly fine. I'll just go into the basement because it's completely safe. And she gets fucking killed every time. That is the Leafs. We just keep doing the thing that everybody's like, you can't do that anymore. And you know what's going to happen? We're going to get to round one of the playoffs next year, and we're going to get bumped. <laughs> Probably. Like, dude, Austin's going to score. Mitch will be good. We don't know if Tavares is going to like continue to decline or if he'll have a, a rebound season. Not that he was terrible, but like, you know what I mean? Second yeah, line center. And, and Nylander, who the fuck knows? This guy's hit or miss. He could show up and be dynamite. He could yeah. like, Nylander, or, he, or he could not show up at all for half the N- season. Nylander's just a streaky player. You know what you're going to get. He can be – Kyle Dubas had a great quote about him earlier in the season. I forget what he said, but he's like, in the same game, in the same shift, he can do something that will make you – so pissed off and then two seconds later do something that no one else in the world can do true but i don't i don't love that i don't love that but that's what he is he's a streaky player he's never going to be like an austin matthews or mitch marner but he's also better than probably 75 percent of the league so okay fair fair i would still trade him i would i would i would would still move him i would still move him i would move anybody like obviously not matthews or marner that but i would move anybody on this team for the right for the right thing to come back, for the right piece to come back. Like okay. there's nobody outside the big big guys that I wouldn't move. Same, 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 same. Okay, so let's check this out. They were doing a thing on – I'm not sure where they were doing it. I don't think it was on Overdrive, but it might have been. I don't know. I only caught bits and pieces today of different stuff. But they were ranking uh, the Canadian teams, the goalies in for the Canadian teams. Did you see any of that? Mm, on TSN? I don't, yeah, it was on T. I don't know if it was Overdrive or if it was on TSN. They were, I think it might, anyway, okay, whatever. Here's what I want to throw to you. Let's rank what we think is who's got, like, from the best goalie situation in the Atlantic. I'm not talking about the Canadian teams here. I'm just going to take it to our division. Who has the best goalie situation in the Atlantic from one to eight to the worst? What do you think is who's got which team is set up for best in net and which is the worst? What do you do? You want to we okay? It's Tampa's it's Tampa, Tampa one, yeah. Right? It's Vasilevsky's number one, obviously. Okay. okay, what do you think? Okay, so we we failed to mention that uh, Dorian, like it's the summer of the Ottawa Senators. I don't know yeah. if we mentioned this, but he traded he trades Gustafson, his backup goalie, for Cam Talbot. So Talbot's stats from last season were incredible. He got pissed off in Minnesota because they decided to re-sign Flurry. So I don't know Talbot. I, I like that too. But anyway, regardless of that, I, I would have been happy with Talbot and Samsonov. Oh, wait, hundred percent. But yeah, they 100%. got Talbot. They got Claude Drew. Dude, Tal- Talbot played like six, like I think he played almost sixty games last year. Cam Talbot, yeah. and his numbers were oh, incredible. There were things the Leafs could have done out there. When Dubas said in his press conference, he's like, it was either they basically, Ottawa told them like 25% and this is what, we'll retain 25% and this is the deal, take it or leave it. And Dubas was like, it is either that or we elect to look elsewhere and we elected to take the trade. I was like, look elsewhere. 
Yeah, look elsewhere. No shit. Look you elsewhere. could come back. That guy's not going anywhere. No one's coming knocking on the door for that guy. You can come back to that later. Okay, so before we go to wet puck or dry stick and wrap it up, but do you, you want to just do, do, you, do you, well? What do you think? What do you What do you think? So okay, we're in agreement. Tampa Bay number one. Okay. Yeah. What, what do you think? Who do you think is number two in the Atlantic? Like go, goalie wise. Like well, I mean, Talbot and Forsberg in Ottawa is a pretty good tandem. It is. Who's we got in Detroit? Okay, so let's run. Let's run through yeah, it. You got we'll, to refresh my memory. Okay, so Vasilevsky and whoever Elliot is his backup in in Tampa. Yeah, doesn't matter. You have Vasilevsky. The Panthers. It's Bobrovsky and I don't even know who the backup is there. Who the other guy is there? Honestly, I don't even. I can't even remember who the other uh, goaltender for. The but they're Florida gonna. Panthers they're gonna. They're, they're gonna rely heavily on Bobrovsky if they can't get rid of him. Probably. Um, okay, so the Leafs. It's now. It's Murray and and Samsonov. Samsonov, whatever. I'll figure that one out as we get going. Um, Detroit, it's Billy Huso, and uh, I forget the other guy. He you was. Should, you should have had these goalies ready. Yeah, I know. To, he, if you want well, to play this game, he's their new. He's their number one. He's their new number one. Billy Huso, who they just signed from from St. Louis, and the other guy they got from uh, Florida last year. I can't remember his fucking name. <laughs> why, why did you want to play this game and then you well, don't know any of the goalies i'm like no. oh dale dale's gonna tell me all the goalies and i can rank them but no we, we know, know we know the ottawa goal we so there's detroit we know the ottawa goalies. we, we, we just, know we know the montreal goalies whether price plays or not it's jake allen and whatever <laughs> okay basically what you're getting at is where do you want me to put the leafs on this list i don't know kind of like, i would say i don't know it's i would say the leafs are probably bottom half Right. Like I think, you know, the Sabres have kind of shaky goalie. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't know right, what you're going to get. Did they, did they sign a goalie? Did Buffalo get a goalie? No, they've got, uh, I think, didn't they get the guy from Winnipeg? Eric Comrie. Oh, okay. They, so it's him and Anderson then. Yeah. So you don't know what you're going to get. It could work out. It could not. Detroit could work out. It could not. I think yeah. Ottawa upgraded. I think Montreal's yeah. carry price is going to be good. Bruins, I don't think Price Bruins, is play. I don't think Price is going to play. Okay, so Montreal may not be great, but it might be better than Toronto. I think Toronto is in the mix of in the, in the we middle. don't know. In the and middle. then I think you know what you're going to get from Bobrovsky. You know what you're going to get from Vasilevsky, and you know well, what you're going to get. You know Bobrovsky's what you, well, not like no, but you know what you're going to get. It could be good. It could be bad. Yeah, but okay. you, we have no idea. Toronto could have absolutely brutal goaltending next year, or it could be lights out. We don't know. We have no okay. idea. We're betting it's not going to be very good because guy hasn't played good in three years. Yeah, I should have been more prepared for that one. Sorry, I thought maybe you knew like. I, well, you put me on the spot. You're like, no, but I just I didn't I didn't have like I didn't have the tandems in front. I just I was, was like, like oh, oh, he's he's got this game. No, he's no, ready no, to go, no, and no. then you're like, I don't know what his name is. In no, Detroit. man, I thought I thought we would just like work that one out together. Like you would help me and I would help you and we would figure out the okay. tandems together. But anyway, okay. In agreement, though, the least, but definitely bottom not at the, not at the top. I think they're in the, I think they're in the middle. I think they're in the middle. Yeah. Like, I think Ottawa I, surpassed them today. Yeah, I think so. I, think I would so. be, I would feel much more comfortable with Cam Talbot and Forsberg than I do with Murray and Samsonov. Okay. So I agree with that. Um, anyway, Let's get to wet pucker dry stick. Yeah, we'll get to wet pucker dry stick here. Gonna Basically, play. The... Yeah, oh, go ahead, Chad. I was no, just gonna. So wet pucker dry stick. Hang on, explain it when we come back because I'm gonna play the intro as we play the intro. Just not gonna lie here. I'm having a few crack canoes. Okay, been having a few beverages this he's evening. Got, he's gonna piss. 
Gonna take a little bathroom break as I play the intro. So if I'm not back in time by when the intro is done, you explain it and we'll fire it that right up. perfect. All right, hit it. Here we go. All right, so how wet puck or dry stick, how it works is we're going to give each other questions. If it's uh, if you think it's good, if you think that's the way to go, that's a wet puck. That is what you want to listen to. If this is not something that's very good, it's going to be a dry stick. Let's get yeah. into wet puck or dry stick. You already explained it, though. Yeah, I, well, I, ex- I explained exactly what it was. Okay, for those who don't know. But uh, anyway, yeah. know. sorry, folks, whatever. Yeah. Having a few crack canoes this evening because Kyle Dubas has lost his fucking mind. That's just the truth. That is just right. the absolute truth. Do you want me to go first? Sure, go ahead. All right, Dale. Wet puck or dry stick? This is one I wanted to ease it in here. One with Jack Campbell. Stay away from the negative. Wet puck or ja- uh, dry stick? Jack <laughs> Campbell. Who is it? He's a wet puck. Jack Campbell will represent the West in the all-star game next year. Ooh, that's a good one out of the gates, man. I like that. Uh, fuck the West. So Kemper moved over Colorado. Who's playing that for Vegas? Is it still Leonard or who's that's who it's supposed to be, but who knows? Um, on the Edmonton Oilers. I don't know if they, uh, uh, I'm going to say with playing in a division with um, Markstrom, that's tough, man. That's that, I want to say wet puck, but I – ah, fuck it. Wet puck. Wet All puck. Right. Yeah, why not, man? Mark, I'm just trying to think of who else like, – Well, we're going to forget about this anyway. No, so I know, but Mar- Mar- Markstrom is not – you know, Jack's not as good as Markstrom, obviously. So – it's 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 hard to say, but yeah, I think there's a chance that he could. So I'll say wet puck. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I didn't think he would this year, and he did. So you never know if Jack has another fucking back stretch of all stars. Well, if he has another stretch of nine forty hockey for two months, that'll get you in the all star game again. I think he's going to be coming in hot, man. He's playing on basically as good a team as the Leafs. Really? Oh yeah, maybe better. Maybe better. So yeah, yeah I think Jackie Jackie Boy's got a shot. Yeah. All right. Hit me up. Okay. Well, we're going to keep it on the goaltending, but move it over to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, yes. One of the new boys in town, Ilya Samsonov. Is it Samsonov? Is it? I think it's Samsonov. Is it? Okay. Okay. If you want to pronounce it Samsonov, if that makes you feel better. How would you, how do you pronounce it? Samsonov. Samsonov? Okay. Ilya Samsonov. (laughs) Jerk me off. Oh, I like this one. Right out of the gates, will be the starter by the end of the season for the wet, Toronto wet puck, wet puck, hundred percent wet puck. Okay, he's quick. gonna be the starter by November tenth. Okay, wet. I'm huge wet puck, and not not because Matt Murray's playing bad, but because Matt Murray 
guaranteed will be injured. Well, quick fall, quick follow up, Chad. Samsonov will start game one of the playoffs because Murray will continue to have injury problems and won't be reliable when we need him most. Samsonov will start game not only gain the starter's job during the regular season, but start game one of the playoffs. Wet puck or dry stick. That was a follow-up. Ooh, uh, I, I mean, I'll go wet puck, but I have a feeling. That, How could you not? <laughs> no, but I have a feeling that if if uh, if Murray is showing, like, if he only plays twenty games like he did last year, they're gonna have to go out and get another goalie. And well, then, then no, that, then I think you'll see Shalgren and Wall get a shot like they did last year. Maybe, but you're paying this guy to be. More than 28. He played 20 last year and 27 the year before. So he's actually, he's on pace to play about 16 this year. Yeah, for 100%. Dude, Matt Murray will probably have a fucking paper cut and he won't be able to go. He'll be in the press box with a fucking paper cut. Undisclosed paper cut injury for Matt Murray. Just can't do it. So Just can't do it. No, 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 no. Okay. So is it, so, so what though? If the oh, league- wet puck, wet puck. Yeah, it's got to be. How could it not? Wet puck. I'm not. I'm not banking on Matt Murray playing a full. He's played one 50 game season in his entire career. Do you think next year he's going to do it after all these injuries and concussions and no. neck? And he's had weird injuries: head, neck, and it's not like a knee or a groin. I know. Hangnails, paper cuts. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Someone says, "Will he even be ready for opening night?" <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Samsonov may start the first game. We talked. We talked about that on last podcast. There's a good chance this guy doesn't get through training camp healthy, and he's not in net opening night. Opening night, strong. I I would bet like I, th- if you want to put a percentage on that, like I think there's an eighty percent chance he does not start opening night. And I'm not even joking, man. I'm not even joking. Oh man. All right, web puck, Dale. Web puck or dry stick. Kyle Dubas, and we talked about this in the podcast, so this actually works great. Kyle Dubas, at some point this season, will be forced to move a roster player. (laughs) What does forced mean? It means that things are going south. And like his job's on the line. Or do you think he just goes down with the Titanic? He just salutes the band and sinks with the iceberg. Okay, forced to move a roster player. I'm going to say wet puck, and I'm going to follow it up immediately (laughs) with my second one. And here it is, because it basically fits right into this. Kyle Dubas will end up trading Kerfoot and or Hall for cap space or other pieces before the start of next season. Oh, dry stick. Dry stick. Wouldn't he have done it today? You I think mean, he would have been working on it the last week, man. So, yeah. Okay, so that's a dry stick. But in season, forced to trade a roster player? Okay. Like, let's say Murray gets hurt. Let's say Samson offs an 890 goal, you know, save percentage. So they're not getting good goalie. But they're still getting wins here and there because the they can score like nobody else. But what if Austin Matthews doesn't have the same pace he had last year? What if Mitch Marner kind of has a step back and has an off season, And they just... They're just hovering around that, you know, third, fourth place in the Atlantic. Okay. Kind of in the okay. wild card, out of the wild card. Oh, dude, you're teeing me up. Like, like is me it, up. do you think at, at some point management or ownership is going to go to Dubas and be like, All so right, who, okay, okay, do something. But who are you thinking here? You might, do you have anybody in mind? 
Just a roster player. But who? Like somebody actually good. Maybe Kerfoot. Maybe Nylander. Maybe Justin Hall. Already should maybe have been J- done. Maybe Jake Muzzin. I want to say wet puck that he will, but I have to say dry stick that he won't. No, yeah. he'll do because something else. Because if you look at his past, it'll be a it'll be a been dry sticks for years. He'll he'll bring he'll try to bring someone else in, and he'll just like trade a pick to do it. He won't trade one of his guys. One of his guys isn't the problem. We just might need a little more uh, uh, Denny Mel Denny Mulligans. <laughs> no. <laughs> He'll trade Denny Malgan. Denny Malgan might just be called. Dude, he will wet this. I didn't have this one down, but I'm just going to. I just made this one up on the spot. Wet pucker dry stick. Before Dubas even considers trading a roster player, he will call up Denny Malgan from the Marlies to fix the whole fucking thing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It'll be like. You know, Bunting will have an injury and all this stuff. And they'll be like, we need a top six winger. Somebody to play with Matthews and Marner. And he's like, I got it. Denny Mulgan. Yeah, Denny Mulgan. I knew I signed that guy for a reason. Come on down, Denny. Top fucking winger. Top line winger. All right, last one for me. And this is just a basic general. I I got one more left. Wet puck or dry stick, the 2022-2023 Toronto Maple Leafs will have a better season than the 2021-2022 Toronto Maple Leafs, who set the franchise record in points. Dude, my God, it's it's such a dry stick. It's absolutely ridiculous. Isn't that sad that you don't even think there's a hope that they could have a... No. Yeah. You think they're going to be worse next year? 100%. 100%. Dry stick. There was a lot of teams. Yeah, the teams, that got, are, yeah, the teams I was just going to say, teams around them got better. A lot of teams got better today, and a lot of teams in the Atlantic got better. Atlantic and they're going to be, and, and that, okay, what do you, are you wet puck or dry stick on that? Oh, I'm a dry stick. Okay. So we are absolutely in agreement there. So that leads me into perfectly into the last one. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Lead. Our, we, we didn't even plan this out, but it just flowed perfectly. A, this lot of leads, people, a lot of people said today on the radio, they were like, you know, the Leafs had some of the worst goaltending in the league for all of January and a bit of February, and they still managed to have a fr- – and I'm like, yeah, but they also had the best goaltending in the league for October, November, and half of December, and that helped them build a giant cushion. Sure. sure if they does. don't get the best goaltending for the first two and a half months, they don't set the franchise record in their – Yep. They don't come close to 100 points probably. They're probably no. mid-90s. No, that that leads me perfect into the last one, Chad. Absolutely perfect. And here it is. The Toronto Maple Leafs will not finish in the top three in the Atlantic Division, but will be fighting for a wild card spot all season long. Wet puck or dry stick? (sighs) That's tough. That's tough. Because... All right. I don't think it, I don't think it's that tough. I mean, I think that's right where they are. I'll yeah, jump the gun. On, I'll, I'll jump the I'll jump the gun on it. It's a wet puck, dude. That's exactly right. where they're going to be. You think they're competing for top spot? No, you said top three. I don't even see that. So I'm just thinking third spot, maybe, but more than likely, I think you're Detroit. Right. Detroit got better. Ottawa got better. Montreal, who knows? They could surprise if they get some goaltending. The Leafs aren't as fucking. They're not a clear cut like way ahead of everybody in the Atlantic. Not even close. 
I think they're bouncing around the wild card wet puck. That's what I think. That's what the Leafs that's are what hanging I think. on by a thread. If if the goaltending's weak or if they don't score like they did last year, they they might not even be a fucking wild card team. Like I hate to be super negative here, but these are just the facts. There's nothing that leads me to believe that Murray's going to find his game. So if we get the Matt Murray that we think we're getting, he's not. He's just going to be an afterthought, and we're going to rely on Samsonov to fucking like be our be our guy. And we don't know. He could be awesome, but he might falter too. Yeah. Then what? Then what? We're fucked. We're I fucked. I know. I think, I mean, there's a chance. I don't think they're going to win the division or anything. I think there's a chance on the outside. They're still a really good team forward-wise. And the defense. But they're, they're not. They don't look as deep today that they did when they ended. No, like, they don't they look don't. as deep, but they still have some star players. They still have a pretty solid defense. There is not a not, not, a, not a cup winner. Not a cup winner. Like, winning but just roster. looking at the Atlantic division, I mean, Ottawa got better, but are they better than Toronto? I don't know. There is a chance they could Their get. Their top two lines look pretty good they in get, Ottawa, They could get second or third. We'll see. Their top two lines in Ottawa look pretty good, and, they're, they look, and, and their goaltending looks pretty good. I think Leafs, Ottawa. The Leafs, could, but the Leafs' top two lines look good, too. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think I think the Sens compete for a playoff spot. I really do. Oh, I think I, they I think they compete too. But will the Leafs? I'm just thinking now. Like I'm looking at the Atlantic Division and looking at the rosters and thinking, there's a good chance they could get third. Okay, and unfortunately, oh, it could happen. I hate to bring this up, but unfortunately, the Leafs tend to think that when they play Ottawa and when they play Montreal, the Leafs think we're so much better than these guys, and Not they now. usually. And they usually get run out of the building by them. The Sens usually fucking beat well, them, and maybe, so do the Habs. Maybe those teams getting better is what the Leafs needed. They'll actually maybe. take those games seriously. Maybe, but because now anyway, now their goalie's on your team. I don't know. Want to fire out some final thoughts here because we won't be back until training camp. I don't care what happens. I don't like. I know that Dubas is not going to trade Nylander. I doubt he's trading Kerfoot or Hall. I think it would have happened by now because if you were going to do it, why wouldn't you have already done it to try yeah. to make something better happen already? So I don't think, I think, I think what we see is what we get here. So yeah. a few more holes being plugged and that's it. We're, we're not coming back until we will be back at training camp and we'll ride the waves through next season. But yeah, you, you can will- catch it here. We just started these live streams. So next year, they're going to be a regular thing. We're going to keep doing them. We'll do them after games. We'll yeah. do them, usually, we do them Sunday afternoons or Sunday evenings. Yeah. We'll have special ones throughout the season. We'll have a new segments coming at you next year. So no matter what happens with the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Tip-In Maple Leafs podcast has got your back for some wicked entertainment right here. Oh, that's 100%. And please, before just before you go to the end, Chad, before we get to the final thoughts, like please... On YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Leave some comments down below. What do you want to hear? What, what do you want to see from us for, yeah. for next season? You want to, if you want us to get, tell us what you want or, from us. Also, because it's a podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, if it has a space where you could leave a comment or give us a rating, that really helps in the algorithm to push the podcast up when people are searching for you know, leaf podcasts or old men that talk about porn, whatever it is that they're searching for, it'll pop up. So that would really help us out. Like shoot us, shoot us a freaking bone here, people. Come on. <laughs> like we supply you with probably the best, most entertaining Leafs podcast wow. going. We're not sitting in the basement playing with toys, people. And we're very modest about it. Very modest about it. But listen, no, we really want to thank everybody for listening this season. Um hopefully 
hopefully things change. I would really like to come back and do a podcast talking about a big trade that shook this team up. Probably not going to happen. So we'll see you at training camp. And until next time, we will. Hey, for real, everybody, have a great rest of your summer. Maybe Kyle Dubas will surprise us with something big in, you know, the the coming days even. Who knows? But uh, I suggest Kyle better get coming real quick. Super quick. Like Toronto. Toronto quick. Anyway, have a great summer, everybody. And we will see you in the fall at training camp. Oh, my God. What a season it's going to be next season. Catch you later, everybody. Catch you later. Has he lost his mind? Wait a second. Has Kyle Dubas lost his mind? What's that? Is there a big trade brewing right now? No, I didn't catch that. I was just buying time to try to get the outro chat. Sorry, here we go. Catch you later, everybody. <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't find it, so I was trying to buy time. Uh, Have a good summer. Catch you later, guys. Sorry, catch you later, guys. We'll see you in September. Catch you later.